gonna try to do a British accent and I just can't. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna give myself the chill pill today. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get started. Um, um, this... <laughs> very good, Maria. Yeah. This... <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> no, that that's okay. You tried, and it was a little. Yeah. I got, I got you... like one one phoneme out. Yep. No, that. <laughs> And that was enough yeah. to know that it wasn't going to work. <laughs> it just wasn't going to work. Yes. Uh, very good. This is Annika in Columbia. And Maria in Happy Valley. And we're here to talk about Bellingham, the city of subdued whatever we decide to talk about. We want to get to know you, Bellingham. Both the well-known. And not so well-known. We are joined today, as always, by our quarantined co-hosts. Annika, tell me a little bit about how Roaming is doing. I know you've been doing a lot of construction and home improvement work, so how's he putting up with that? He is, so we've done a bunch of stuff in the backyard, and we're trying to grow some grass, and there's manure and seed, and Roaming loves the manure. He's been rolling in it. (laughs) He's been eating it. He like, like, and I'll go out to check on how everything's looking, and there's all these little holes where I'm trying to grow grass because Romy sticks his little snout in and eats oh, the manure. Oh, that's so gross, Romy. Yeah. Why? And his breath is just—it's horrendous. It's—it's got to oh, be the worst. Man, scent. I, I I knew dogs like sometimes ate their own. Poop, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know. No, they would eat other things. Poop. No, they love poop. Like, Ugh. we had dogs that would eat uh, our goat's poop. But we don't need to keep talking about this. Anyways, his breath is horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Aside from that, he stares at me a lot and is like, why aren't you petting me? And it's like, because I'm covered in grout from tiling. Mm-hmm. So I can't pet you. But yeah, that's it. How about, how about Burrito? Burrito also... Um, has become stinkier and stinkier as the days have gone on. Uh, it's sunny, so he likes to go outside and roll around in the parking lot under cars. And he just, like, he comes back smelling like hot road and B.O. Which Ugh. is, like, you know that, like, scent, like, oil on pavement or, like, burnt, burnt rubber? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, that mixed with B.O. Mixed Ugh. with, like, garbage. Because he hangs out near the garbage can. It's, like catch mice and so, <laughs> and so he he's gonna need a bath because i can smell him from like three feet away yeah <laughs> buddy he's just well, he's happiest when he's stinky he likes to roll around and stuff i guess just like Romy. yeah i know it's almost like it's a domestic pet thing mm-hmm. they're like we smell too clean mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. ancestors just wanted us to smell like organic <laughs> Yeah. Substances. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, Maria, what is the hot goss in Bellingham this week? Well, there's a few things. Um, for one, I'm sure we all got the memo that we're extending our shelter in place till the end of May for now. I think tensions are pretty high. People are stressed out. I think there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's easy to start, like, picking on people and... Mm-hmm. You know, just like a lot, lots of, I think lots of, lots of animosity, you know, people aren't doing enough. People are doing too much just because we're all a little bit stressed and stir crazy. Um, I just, you know, 
I hope you all keep doing your best to follow instructions. Have a little bit of compassion for each other. Yeah. <laughs> this is hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, if you if you really feel strongly about, you know, people at the Fred Meyer or whatever, maybe you should, like, instead of just, like, posting things on the Internet, it might be helpful to, like, be a hall monitor for the city and give people, like, little post-it notes with warnings on them. <laughs> you could start something like that. Like a... <laughs> like a like a a, a passive aggressive um, ticketing system. Yeah, except for it's just aggressive, <laughs> which is which is very well, outside of the nature of Pacific Northwesterners. Well, the, I think the sticky notes makes it passive aggressive. Oh, okay, because you're not actually the... going to tell them; you're just going to write it up and hand it to them. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> Like the, or you could like make it into little paper airplanes so you like didn't have to go up to people. Yeah, so you don't have to look at them. But you know, it, we're still uh, we're still in scary times. Still trying yes. to you know protect all of the the herd. So we got to keep doing our best, even though it's not fun. It's hard. It's hard and not fun. Uh, but but fortunately, it seems like there's going to be some loosening of restrictions on outdoor activities like parks and fishing and golfing. And things. So just, like, uh, don't fuck it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try not to, like, kiss strangers. Don't cough on people. Yeah. Like, just, you know, the maybe this will, like, end the greeting hug and saying goodbye hug forever. Which, you know, I'd pretty much, I'd, I'd be okay with. Not a hugger. Well, I mean, just, like, it's, it's the knowing that I have the obligation to hug people before they leave. Sometimes, yeah. and it's like, I'm just like sitting there wondering like, well, if I initiate the hug now and they stay out there five minutes, do I have to hug them again? No, I... It's like, hugs Maria, should I be get organic. It. Yeah, I, <laughs> I get it. I, I feel like I just reserve hugs for people that I'm not going to see for a long time mm-hmm. or that I haven't seen for a long time. So in those instances where what you're talking about with those gray areas, mm-hmm. I just don't hug at all and walk away fast as I can. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, I'm in favor of what you're proposing. Or like we could adopt, you know, as, as we're adopting many um, sort of Eastern customs like face masks and stuff, maybe we adopt the bow <laughs> and we give each other like nice little bows and just like of acknowledgement. <laughs> sure. We'll put, we'll put it out there. Yeah. Um, well, we can like, you know, American it up a little bit, maybe with like a a swooping, like some hand motions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, Maria, you're filled with. Just... I'm filled with like really good ideas today. Yeah. yeah. Write that shit down. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, oh, some other, um, in other awesome news. I don't know, Annika, have you heard anything about the murder hornets that have Gasp. come to town? Yes. Tell, but tell me. Okay, so... I was uh, I, I was hoping that you would cover this, because mm-hmm. I, I, I've been reading articles about it this morning, and I was like, oh, I should tag Maria, and then I forgot, and then the first thing I see when I get on our, our document is murder hornets. Mm-hmm. Ugh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, they were seen in Whatcom County, I think, like, up in Blaine. They're ginormous. Yeah. Like, they, I, if you see the pictures, which... It's all over the place. Like, I got a text from my dad at, like, 
six o'clock in the morning being like, look at this, murder hornets. And I was like, oh, no. <clears throat> I think the universe really does want us to stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? That's like, uh, this is the second horseman of the apocalypse. Um, pestilence. Yeah. <laughs> like giant uh-huh. bucks. <laughs> uh, we've already got plague. So we're, we're two out of four. Um, yeah. You know. Let's hope uh, we stay civil with the Canadian border. I was going to say you're a firstborn. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're going to get biblical. <laughs> um, doing some signs of the cross over here. Protect my household. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, so they're attacking all the irregular bees, so that's not great. No. Because we need the regular bees to like, do crop stuff and... I guess they just like they move in and they yeah. they murder them and then you know bite their murder, heads off then they can murder you yeah oh it's, it's like fun times in the darkest timeline here <laughs> in 2020 I, I'll never forget like uh, I think it was the end of 2016 I was watching um, last week tonight and John Oliver was just like 2016 sucked and he like burned an effigy of the year 2016 it's like yeah we can probably like only go up from here i was like yeah suck here and then it just like kind of kept sucking like yeah yeah <laughs> keeps outdoing itself yeah keeps outdoing itself uh i want to talk about one more thing before we move on to our interview okay and that is should like a should you move to bellingham so what would make bellingham a good fit for maybe a listener who was t- tuning in who wanted to move here but wasn't sure if the, the town was a good fit for them? Because this is a topic I, I kind of see a lot, gets discussed pretty often on mm-hmm. lots of different kinds yeah. of media. So, Annika, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a few questions. And, and okay. you're, I want to hear your opinion. Um, jobs. Should you move to Bellingham if you don't have a job lined up and you don't really know what you want to do? You should, you should definitely know it's tough out there. Yeah, it's there's a you're you're competing with I mean a lot of workers call it it's a college town right and so yeah it's competitive I don't know and there's not like a whole a whole bunch lot of industry for I don't know different kinds of professionals like we've got the college that's like a big employer obviously like teachers and doctors and nurses and stuff but as far as like other kinds of businesses and specialty stuff it's just not, not as much as other places yeah for sure mm-hmm. i think so but if you like you know want to work in a restaurant we have plenty of those but yes. it's like competitive and you might not be making as much as you need to live in our expensive housing market. <laughs> our expensive and limited housing yes what about people so i don't know have you ever heard about the seattle freeze annika oh yes and as a as an Eastern Washingtoner or somebody that's you know lived several other places, how do you feel about that? I feel like I saw more freeze in Seattle than I have in Bellingham. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are pretty friendly here, but I do think it can be a hard place to make friends mm-hmm. unless. I know we'd asked Devin about making friends in Bellingham and, and she said it was relatively easy. She made friends with her coworkers and, and I, I think that's definitely one way to make friends. I, 
I have never made friends in Bellingham, though, just out and about. You have to go to a place where, like, people know that you're there to, like, meet as a group or make friends. It's like, I've, I've lived here a long time, and I've never just, like, made a friend sitting in a bar or something that I, like, got their number and would see again. And I don't know if that's, like, something that happens other places. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely, definitely doesn't really happen here. I mean, like, I've been picked up at bars. But, like, I don't want to see them again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Uh, yeah. <sighs> I think the people here are are friendly. But, you know, you have to, if you're coming from a different part of the country, you do have to understand that West Coasters or Pacific Northwesters, we do have our own culture and social etiquettes. And so you just, you got to figure out how to navigate that, I think. Uh, because it's not, you know... We're, it's not the same as everywhere else. We, every every little micro culture in the U.S. has its own idiosyncrasies, um, and I don't think it's it's people here being colder or meaner. Uh, it's just that if you're not really aware of the social do's and don'ts, you might find it kind of hard to fit in at first. So you just gotta study it a little bit, and then like make your intentions clear by doing things that people make friends doing going to meetups doing social stuff putting yourself out there a little bit and just yeah. you know keep trying you know people might flake on you a couple times but you just keep putting yourself out there i know you can do it well and you know our current friends flake on us all the time that's true <laughs> so so you know just prepare be prepared for that i, I think people here are friendly and feel like i've made some really good friends Mostly through school and work, but... Mm -hmm. um, what about climate? I think that people underestimate... Like, we have beautiful summers here when it's not smoky. But um, if you're not used to rainy, cloudy weather most of the year, I think you should definitely visit here for one or two weeks before you make the decision to be here long term. Because, like, I love... I love the rain. I love rainy weather. But I know that, you know, seasonal affective disorder is, like, super real. A lot of people up here get it. And it can be kind of, like, oppressive and hard to handle, like, how dark some of our weeks are. Yeah. January 2018, it rained for, like, I want to say 25 days straight. I know it was in the mid to late 20s. Straight. Every day. It just didn't stop raining. And it was a huge bummer. And sometimes it snows, which is cool. <laughs> I like the snow. Yeah, um, it's just, It can be rough. It's wet and soggy, but then it all pays off. And end of March to late September, if there, like you said, if there's no fires, it's it it's all worth it. Mm -hmm. It's so it's so beautiful. And even like our spring rains that are just like a little bit torrential and then like fade away so quickly into those like beautiful sunny days with the giant white clouds spring yeah. green trees it's so easy to fall in love with with the, the northwest in summer but you just gotta you gotta take into account the winters and especially being up north where we get more darkness even than seattle or portland just like something to be prepared for uh the last kind of thing that people should consider before they move to valley camp are hobbies now um I think that there's probably 
groups for all different sorts of people here. But if you don't like being in bars or at maybe things like that, or like you have a really big problem with people smoking weed, it just might be a little bit harder to find your, your niche. What do you think, Attica? Uh, not necessarily. I think if you, if that is you, you might be finding your friends at a church group. Oh, that's true. We do have churches here. I always, like, kind of forget. But there are, like, a bunch of people that go to church. That's a good yeah. place to find people if, if you're of that particular mindset. Yeah. I am not. <laughs> but I, if you are, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So we've, if you, if you really love breweries, we've got a lot of them. If you like hiking and mountain biking, we've got that too. But skiing and snowboarding, skiing and snowboarding, water sports, walking dogs, walking dogs, petting dogs, going to dog bars. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I feel like there's some quirky stuff. There's like dance classes and dance groups and music things you can get involved in. Um, there's the maker space and they have, uh, people that like to create stuff. And I think there's like some writers groups that happen on top of village books. Like there's, we, we are not, we are not a single minded entity. Yes. You know, there is a, a certain kind of person that you might find more of here, a sort of left leaning beer drinking outdoorsy boho type person. <laughs> But there's also, we've got, we've got our nerds, you know, we've got our, yes. our, our families. Yeah. We've got, we've got lots of different people. And it's just, it's taking the patience to, to find, to find that spot where you fit. And I mean, I'm a left leading beer drinking outdoorsy boho person. Well, actually that's, not, that's kind of a lie. I'm not that outdoorsy. <laughs> I was going to say, what? Um, no, I, I like the idea of the outdoors, but I actually don't spend that much time doing outdoor things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm doing just fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you... that as long as you come to Bellingham with the at- intention to, like, love it and to try to be part of the community and, and bring what you have to offer, that you're going to be okay. You just, like... If you want to live in, like, a big city, like, maybe this isn't the place to you, to be. If you want to live on, like, a really small farm town, like, maybe move out to the county a little bit. I, I think, especially socially, mm-hmm. there there are definitely ways to get involved. I think get on social media, and um, if there's any group that, you know, you like being a part of, I would see if there's something similar like that in Bellingham. Like, I know... If I were to move to a new town, I would look up if there was a Murderino group, which is a podcast of, uh, it's a true crime podcast, and there's a fan base called Murderinos, and Murderinos are very friendly, and Bellingham Murderinos are very friendly. And so if you are a Murderino, hit us up on <laughs> Bellingham Murderinos, and we'll be your friends. Yeah. Maybe. Or um, <laughs> maybe you could start a fan club for a, a local podcast. Yeah. <gasps> And then you could meet up with all of the people that liked a certain local podcast hosted by two spunky gals. <laughs> and then you could be friends with the two spunky gals when you invited them to your as to be the special guest for your club. 
I'll, I'll like be that. anyone's friend if, yeah. they'll, if they'll publicize our podcast. Thanks. <laughs> Sluts Perfection. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, we just want to say we love our town. We want to bring people in. All right, Annika. Well, I think those are my hot takes on the hot topics for now. And I just, you know, if you have opinions or things that you'd like to let people that want to move here know, send us send us some information, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe this could be sent to all those people in Colorado or wherever that are thinking about moving to our great town. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, spread the word because then more people will listen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Like um, ulterior motives. No, none of those. None of those. All right. Interview time? Yeah, interview time. All right, perfect. Today we have a special guest. Her name is Erica Lauderd from Glitter Life. Ha- uh, Glitter Life with a three instead of an E yep. and a Y <laughs> instead of an I in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little in there. <laughs> per- perfect. Uh, Glitter Life is a lifestyle company that... Includes uh, professional party starting services, handcrafted glittery items, karaoke, photo booths, glitter tattoos. Am I missing anything? Oh gosh, um, bingo, bingo, trivia. Uh, okay, yeah, costumes, cosmetics, just a whole a whole bag of fun. Fun, yeah. So we uh, had a shout out for Glitter Life from okay. our Good Time Girls episode about your glittery hand sanitizer. Yeah, so. that was nice. I love them. Yes, that was that was a fun interview. Yeah, that was a good one. How are you doing, Erica? Oh, um, I'm I'm doing pretty good, all things considered. Um, yeah, just kind of finding new ways to be creative and stay, like interacting with the community and and making stuff. Kind of planning for the future, which is a little bit tricky because it's. Hard to know where my services are going to fall into things in the near future. So it's kind of, yeah, redirecting and not having an all right time with it, though. You know, kind of enjoying having some more quiet time is nice. What is the, what's something really cool that you made recently? Ooh, um, well, I've been making a lot of this uh, Dr. Sparkles magic spray, as y'all know. Um, and that's, yeah, (laughs) that's been fun is, um, for those who don't know, it's hand sanitizer that's, uh, has rose water in it and some lemon essential oil. And, uh, some of it is sparkly and some of it's really sparkly. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, I've been having a lot of fun making, um, little orders for people with that and with glitter and other things on my website. So I've been having a lot of fun making like creative packages. I just covered one in cute cat wrapping paper all over the outside and gems. I love so, it. <laughs> yeah. I want that's one. That's been fun. <laughs> I'd love to send you one. <laughs> Since this is a Bellingham podcast, what brought you to Bellingham? Um, you know, it's kind of funny. I grew up in Alaska. Um, yeah, I worked at this kayak company up there, Anna Deer Adventures. And there were all of these guides and people traveling up there who'd be like, you know, I think you would love Bellingham. And just so many folks were like, you can go there, 
You can kayak everywhere. There's a lot of art. I used to be kind of a hippie and they were like, there's drum circles downtown <laughs> and, and, and rock and roll. I was like, you know, okay, like I'll check it out. And just the amount of people who said that I should live here or at least visit and then I would probably move here. I was like, you know, I'll, I'll come here for like a few months or something. And long story short, that was like 13 and a half years ago. So. <laughs> yeah. so it turned out to be the perfect fit. Yeah, it's That's... all right here. <laughs> yeah. Do you? No, it's have... really great. Do you have a Bellingham story? And we like to say that this is something amusing with a person, place, or thing that locals would recognize. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about this a bit because I feel like I just experience so many really wonderful and funny things around here. Um, but one that really stands out is this Krampus event that I did one year. Have, have y'all heard of the Krampus con? No. Okay. I've never heard of it. So Krampus is, uh, this Christmas demon. He's like the anti-Santa. Oh, yeah. They had a statue of him up in Chuckanut Distillery or Chuckanut Bay Distillery. Oh yeah. Yeah. They make the Krampus liquor. Um, yeah. So for seven years now, we've dressed up like Christmas demons and run around town. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's really grown over the years. Um, Like there's so many people that I don't even know and some folks that I only recognize in their Krampus garb. It's really wonderful. And and, uh, gosh, I think it was two years ago, we did um, the night market. We had done that a couple of times. And I just, I love the night market that was happening on Commercial Street. And uh, we had a carol, so everybody, like, I made little carol sheets, and everyone, like, roared these Krampus songs, and we had karaoke. (laughs) And I just remember this one point when there was, like, just so many kids dancing and people of all ages and monsters everywhere, and, like, this girl is, like, just singing some Tony Braxton in my karaoke machine, and there's like this crazy dance party in this rainbow tunnel that some people had made. <laughs> and then like this giant Krampus showed up. It was like, I don't know, like seven feet or 50 feet or something tall. And it was just magical seeing like all of those different, all the different walks of life coming together and, and having a good time. <laughs> but yeah, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> I will have to be on the lookout for the Krampus uh, flash mob this Christmas season yeah. because that sounds like something I'd be super into. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, we paired up with Seawitch Botanicals this year too. And uh, yeah, so did like a Krampus kind of block party over there and we'll be doing that again. So yeah, yeah. it's fun. It's just a Krampus it's, collective. <laughs> yes. It's just so, it's funny the the things that just blossom in Bellingham that really mm-hmm. wouldn't so many other places. Oh, yeah. Like, in my hometown, the, that would not have flown at all, <laughs> which is, you know, whatever, but it's why yeah. I live here. No, that that wouldn't really um, happen in my hometown either. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were always like, why are you wearing a superhero cape to the grocery store? And I was like, I don't know. This is just me. And in Bellingham, we go to the grocery store dressed like a unicorn, and folks are like, oh, hey, Erica, going to work? 
It was good. <laughs> We've just been so desensitized. You know, it's that and our, our very accepting personalities here, I think. But like a, a unicorn costume or a Krampus demon, I've just like, I've seen weirder shit <laughs> around town. <laughs> I, think, I think the best compliment, one of the best compliments I've ever gotten was um, Halloween one year. My boyfriend and I were tooth fairies. Um, we were like scary tooth fairies covered in human teeth and, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he like, I get okay, long story short, he like spat a fake tooth into this woman's hand and she's like this really sweet older lady. And she like held my hand and told me that it was the weirdest thing that ever happened to her <laughs> all of her years of Bellingham. <laughs> like, See, thank you. <laughs> Maybe we'll have her on the show and she can tell us that as a Bellingham story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what inspired you to start Glitter Life? Well, um, since I was a kid, I really wanted to have my own business. Um, my dad used to screen print shirts in our garage and have them for like his wine club and IVW and all of that. And I always just thought it was so cool. and. I was just like, I want to have my own business. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something. Actually, I did have a name for it too. It was a uh, Glossy Lips Incorporated. So under the Glossy Lips Empire, which technically Glitter Life is part of the Glossy Lips Empire. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I just was always really inspired to just kind of make stuff and and try and like have some kind of a shop type thing. And I'd always do like little bazaars and pop-ups and throw fun parties for friends and like do what I called DJ when I was like 12 years old and that kind of stuff. And um, just like at some point, my hobbies for these things just kind of blossomed into like an actual job. Um, and yeah, like seven years ago, I... I put a call out to see if anybody wanted to have a karaoke party so I could kind of test out some stuff because I thought it would just be fun. And uh, my friends had just opened up the red light and they were like, can we have you here? It's like, oh, sure. And then, and then Black Drop was like, can you do our party? I was like, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> and then just started getting a bunch of events and just everything just kind of moved from there and glitter just my business name was already Glitter Life before I did Glitter Tattoos, um, funnily enough, because I just really liked making costumes. And if there's like a little extra glue somewhere, just throw some glitter on it. It's perfect. <laughs> and yeah, it all just kind of like blossomed and just kept building organically. And yeah, I feel really lucky to, to be in a place that's really nurtured this wacky business model that I have where I just throw fun parties and cover people in sparkles and and have good times. So, yeah. What is the best part about being a professional party starter? You know, I think the best part is, this is really cheesy sounding, but honestly, just helping people have a good time and feel happy. Um, yeah, I just really love people just letting loose. And I see, I see this in so many different ways. Like I've, when I do like kid karaoke or adult karaoke and see people really kind of come out of their shells and sometimes it'll take a few tries or like a year of coming, but they'll just kind of blossom a bit more sometimes. 
or like a little boy at the fair who just really wants to get a pink unicorn glitter tattoo. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dude, you can get that. It's great. And then he gets it and is super happy. And <laughs> yeah, I just, I really love helping facilitate places where people can just kind of um, feel good about themselves and maybe express a different part of themselves that they normally wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. What are uh, your your personal parties like? like um, are they also covered in glitter with karaoke? Or do yeah, you do something totally different? It, you know, it really, like my personal parties that I would throw for myself or uh -huh. for the, oh yep. gosh. <laughs> They're kind of out of control. Like um, what would your birthday party be like? Uh, well, so for my birthday, I actually get fake married to my best friend every year. <laughs> and we have this whole it's epic. It's really lovely. There's this whole backstory. There's space travel, time travel. Um, there's like, there was a citywide scavenger hunt one year. Um, shows, lots and lots of glitter, lots of costumes, lots of super big ridiculousness. Um, yeah, so that's my, my birthday parties are really, really silly. Um, and, and I, I love throwing just like summer parties. I like to have garden parties where everyone, if they feel inspired, can dress in their nicest garden party attire and maybe like bring a photo booth outside and have fancy little teacups with like purple punch in, in them and little karaoke machine and stuff like that. So I like throwing parades a lot too. <laughs> I love parties. <laughs> I like how even at the the fancy dainty garden party, there's still the karaoke machine. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. And oh, lawn yeah. dice. <laughs> I, I really love lawn dice. Um, if you haven't played, I highly recommend it. Um, what is it? Lawn dice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really love it. It's like a game that you could play outside, even if it wasn't giant, or you could play inside. Like it doesn't need to be giant, but it just is. And, and you just throw these giant wooden dice around and, and get way too into Farkle. I love it. And it looks really fancy. So what is something you want uh, the listeners to know about Glitter Life? I would like the listeners to know that Glitter Life is not going anywhere right now. Um, even though we're not able to be having weekly events and don't really know what's happening this summer exactly. Um, working on doing online parties and I'm still like available for booking in the future or just talking about ideas in the future. And no matter what happens, can I be here making sparkly good times? And yeah, making more sparkle kiss for people to take home. And yeah, just want people to know that we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um I think if anyone hasn't had a virtual party yet, they should. They should do so it. Fun. Yeah. Because Miss Maria had a virtual happy surprise birthday party. I heard about that. You and... had the big mamas, right? Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> so so I think that'd be if there was a glitter life like I don't know, party pack that I could <laughs> order for people and send to all of them on like everybody all the birthday attendees I don't know something like that yeah I'd, I'd do it awesome. and I'm sure they'd love it awesome 
Yeah, I'm starting uh, trivia, actually. I'm doing the first test run tonight, and then I'm going to be having a weekly trivia on Thursdays. And cool. yeah, and I have like a bunch of local sponsors for it also. So I'll have some nice prizes. Um, yeah, we have like the Pickford Film Center and Comics Place and See Which Botanicals and Dryland is even like giving us like their album for one of the winners. And so I'm really excited to be able to have a thing where people can gather and play a game and still win stuff just like they would in the normal world. Um, yeah, and I'm working on doing, I'm gonna do like afternoon kid dance parties, I think will be really cute. And yeah, working on karaoke and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you do a few other things. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned that you are an apprentice stylist at the Honey Salon, correct? I am. Mm -hmm. Is that the one that just moved to the granary building? Yes, and it's so gorgeous. Okay. How how was the move? How was the granary building? I, I still haven't been in, but I really want to be go and see it. I'm honestly really obsessed with it. Um, I've since we moved, the move was was a big whirlwind. We all went to, um, yeah, we all went to New Orleans for this big class and the move just kind of kept getting pushed back. So we came back and then just like hustled and moved everything and set it up. And I honestly really loved, loved being a part of that process, like organizing things. It's oh, something I, I really enjoy, right? It's so yeah. good. Um, and yeah, since the move, you know, until like March 16th or whatever, um, I was there, gosh, it felt like almost every day. And you know, that feeling sometimes when you're walking to work and it's a beautiful day and you're like, oh, it's so nice outside. I kind of wish I didn't have to go in a building. And then I would remember that I'm going to a building that's just surrounded by windows and that it feels like I'm outside when I'm up there. But, you know, it's like temperature controlled, which is nice. Um, yeah, it's just so gorgeous. My station like overlooks the acid ball and the skate park and in downtown. And yeah, I just I love it. It's, it's gorgeous up there. Mm. Um, so you'll have you have to explain because I just saw your email right before um, getting on. <laughs> You'll have to explain the shrimp art to me because I don't know how it happens. I took a look at it. I clicked on the link. Uh -huh. There was just a lot to ingest in a short amount of time. I need to go back to it. So tell me what it is, how it happens. Yeah. So um, I think some of, you, some of you listeners out there know that my dad is the shrimp whisperer. Um, he has a special relationship with crustaceans. Um, <laughs> my parents still live up in Valdez, Alaska, and, uh, he goes out on his boat with his shrimp pots that him and his friends made and puts them out in the water, pulls them up, and then picks out the best looking models after a rigorous auditioning process, of course. And, um, and then they do little photo shoots. So they'll do things like, gosh, he just had a Ferris wheel one, which is so cute. Um birthday parties, rock bands, out kayaking, fishing. Um, one of my favorites is the firefighter because 
I help I help make the calendars and I was like dad I really want to have like a sexy firefighter because <laughs> there's like you know the firefighter calendars um and I, I like that one a lot I also think it's funny because like that firefighter shrimp doesn't really have a whole lot of work since you know they live underwater most of the time um yeah but, yeah so <laughs> uh, that took me a second I was like yeah I guess not oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's they're so fun um yeah so check them out is he's the shrimp whisperer whisperer what's um, what's the usual clientele for uh what are, what what is your typical consumer of shrimp art um this is a good question that is a great question it is seriously all over the board um there are people who really like high-end art there's kids um people who are like fisher folk it's yeah he has so many fans honestly it's just it's all over the board um there's actually this really great uh short on pbs about him too which yeah if oh, anyone's cool. yeah yeah you should check it out it's really lovely and i'm gosh i'm looking at my at some etsy reviews here and there's just so many good ones like Jason says, I didn't know a card could be so profound and it's not even photoshopped. <laughs> Just brilliant and beautiful. It's <laughs> funny. Oh, that is super funny. Um, yeah, and there's people who like get calendars every single year. I have a friend in Germany who her and her friends just get like tons of cards and calendars every year. And yeah, it's really, it's really varied. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I the it almost reminds me of I, I have a Tom's cousin had two pet rats and they had a social media following that blew up in like like six months and they built all these things to set up this awesome. little rat life and they would post oh pictures God. of it but then like rats only live two years so mm, there was so a short lived a rise and fall of right. the yeah, but oh, is that still is that still active somewhere? I I, I think so. I'll have to I'll have to find it. But the uh, it, they're they're really funny. They're really funny. But that's probably one of the benefits though of using um, you know, oh that's really dark. I was gonna say models that aren't alive because then you know <laughs> you know they they actually are alive. <laughs> oh yeah yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah there's <laughs> there's a there's one where there's um a mom and a dad shrimp and fancy little hats pushing a baby carriage with the baby shrimp in it and oh my God. When, it's really cute um when people ask if they're alive sometimes i like to show them that print and and tell them <laughs> that they are and that you can tell from their passionate black eyes and the love that they have for their child <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> tears right it's, it's just really beautiful yeah there's all sorts of different models there's like the stunt models and the glamour models and <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the shrimp art is i do a lot of pop-up events and um i also am part of allied arts of whatcom county so i've been doing um the art show the big uh, festival of the arts in the winter time for years now and um just listening how other people describe it is really great and some of like the taglines that some of my friends come up with is really funny 
um, like my friend Courtney said, um, shrimp are people too. I like that one a lot. <laughs> it's profound. It's really profound. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Erica, can you tell mm -hmm. us about, I mean, if you're comfortable, yeah. uh, what neighborhood you live in and what your favorite part about it is? Yeah. Um, so I have two hoods. I'm downtown is where I have my personal apartment and my studio where I make everything and keep all of my stuff for the variety of different types of events that I do. Um, and then I have my vacation home, which is my partner's house, and he's up in the York neighborhood. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of look at the whole thing as like one kind of big neighborhood for me. Um, and I just, I don't know, I love the whole area. I love how fast it is to get a lot of places. Um, I really like downtown. I like the vibrancy of it and how I can do like, three events in one day and just pop up to my house really quick. You're like, oh, I'm going to change from a unicorn horn to a cowboy hat or something. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, time to put on a sparkly ball gown and have some bingo, you know. Um, <laughs> or and I also do some events too that aren't like totally out of control. Like I do really nice weddings and things like that. So there's like a wedding at, you know, the, the Market Depot can pop over there. And I I just love the Market Depot area too, like being able to walk out of my door and just be like, well, I got some fresh groceries and go to the farmer's market. Or, yeah. Yeah. I like downtown a lot. I like the Yorka too. It feels like really far away and really like secluded and nice. And it's literally an eight minute walk. So, yeah. 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 Oh, that's that's a Bellingham feeling. It's like, oh man, it's more than three blocks. I know. <laughs> Might I, as well be ten miles. I like to joke that, um, and it's only really a half joke that I don't work places that are more than a five minute walk from where I live. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, no, mm, no. <laughs> uh, so COVID nineteen, how is that impacting your life and work? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it kind of made my work in the normal way that it operates kind of just come to a halt um, because, you know, not having parties, of course. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say really quick, too, that I am glad for the stay at home order um, because I was it made the decision for me before I had to actually say something out loud. And it was like, I don't think I feel comfortable having events right now. And it was like, oh, I can't have events right now. Cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been different. I, I think I told you, Annika, in an email, this is the first time that I've used a microphone in over a month. And I mm. have no idea the last time it's been that long. So personally, yeah. it's a little strange that way. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's been different, not like throwing parties and doing hair and seeing people as much but just kind of focusing on on doing some different like computer like things that i wanted to do so worked on a new website and a bunch of shrimp whisperer stuff and making some new lines of things and yeah just kind of figuring out the new direction for um online parties now that i feel like i have my main base of like ducks in a row so just kind of 
getting the the fun ducks going too. Again, those party hats going and yeah. Those fun ducks. Those fun ducks. <laughs> Have I mentioned I haven't been talking to people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it's like the first like kind of dad joke that's come out. It's usually a lot of them, but <laughs> uh-huh. what can uh our listeners do to support you at this time? Um, well, I guess if people wanted to check out any of the parties that I'm doing, I'm going to be posting about that on my Facebook. Um, and also as always, I have fun retail stuff for sale. I have this fancy new Dr. Sparkles, which I was excited to finally use my Dr. Sparkles name that I've had in my head for a while. Um, (laughs) watch out for the Dr. Sparkles fun time emporium, by the way. Someday I'm going to have that shop probably. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so selling like shrimp stuff and cosmic sparkles. I have some glitter gel and fancy fans and things like that. Um, But also I I made a gift card, which I hadn't done before. So if somebody wanted to get a gift card, they could save it for the future. It could be for getting like glitter tattoos at the fair or to put as a deposit for like a holiday, a holiday Christmas party or something like that. Um, I do like a lot of corporate Christmas parties and that kind of thing. So if somebody was thinking that they might want to have a party with me for the first time or again, like next winter and they wanted to kind of support and just put in like a light deposit for that right now, they could just grab a gift card or yeah. So those are, those are the main ways, I guess. Another way for people to support Glitter Life right now would just be to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and kind of keep in touch with what I'm doing and also share fun things that you're doing because that's really like my favorite thing about what I do is just people sharing the great times that they're having. And so, um, yeah, I've I have like a couple different groups on Facebook that I've made too to kind of have people be able to have different avenues to share things that they're creating. And um, it's just really nice seeing people have fun and do stuff. So I know it's, it's not necessarily the funnest time, but even, you know, even in the not as fun times, it's going to try and have some, some light and sparkle in there. for sure um do you have any final thoughts or like a message of hope for folks listening um at home right now yeah um i guess i'd say just hang in there and you know it's okay to have feelings it's okay to have like weird feelings and sad feelings and it's okay to have like funny and happy feelings and and they're all they're all totally valid and, and this is a, a good time to kind of, you know, tune into yourself that way. And also maybe do some weird stuff you wouldn't do before. Like maybe sing a bunch of songs by yourself, like to your cat, maybe record them and put them on the internet or send them to a friend or record them and just watch them or like show them to your cat, make your cat a costume. I don't know. Just like, this is a time that you can... If you have the extra energy or spoons to do that, like that can be kind of a nice thing. 
Hey, Burrito, did you hear that? The nice lady wants me to make you a costume. Yes, please. That is literally all I want. That's the real reason I came on this podcast today. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Please make your cat a costume. (laughs) He's not going to like it, but I'm going to put him in it anyway. It's okay. He's in trouble because he was bad. Oh, (laughs) he deserves a party hat. (laughs) Actually, Romy put on a... He put on a party hat for uh, Maria's birthday. He was so cute. Aww. Do you remember that? And I... he just he just freezes when you put anything on him, but it's like perfect because he freezes for the picture, and Aww. then and then I pick it up because <laughs> I think he hates it. But do you, do you have like a filter for your cat's eyes so he looks like a little less scared in the picture? <laughs> Oh, oh Romy's a dog. Oh, a dog. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's just his face. He always looks scared. <laughs> oh, I love it. I really, I really like animals in costumes. Yeah. Also, if anybody wants to find me on Facebook and just send me animal gifts, that is another way that you can support Glitter Life during these trying times. Send me animal gifts. <laughs> Perfect. And that's yeah. GIF gifts. Yeah, yeah GIF correct? gifts. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Or GIF, or I don't know. GIF. <laughs> I call them GIFs. Uh, I call them GIFs, too. Yeah. That's what I've heard, but, you know. Um, I think this kind of brings us into our wrap-up segment, which is local treasures. Um, in this part, we talk about something we ate, drank, or consumed recently that fills us with local pride. Do you have uh, something special that you had recently, Erica? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the other day we got food from Dragon River and that was a really great treat. I love that place. Um, And a couple other things that I have really been enjoying, I haven't personally gotten any from, but um, I really love the deliveries that Comics Place and Wink Wink have been doing. Yeah, and, I've been following Wink Wink. Yeah, it's so funny. It's been really it, funny. <laughs> it's really great. And I just, I really... I love what they're both doing for like the community and putting stuff out there. And so I guess I've been, um, I've been appreciating that, which is kind of like indulging in it a little bit too. So, yeah. Um, what about you, Annika? What's your local treasure this week? Well, I got funfetti cake again. (laughs) Uh, this time it was from antler bakery and, yeah, it was one of those things. It was funny because when last time when I said I got cake, that was somebody posted it on their social media. I think it was Pure Bliss. And I was like, I want that. And I was like, I, I said on the interview, I was like, I don't even have a sweet tooth. And now I'm getting <laughs> cake again. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was delicious. And I could only, she was only doing where you could buy the whole cake. So I bought the whole cake, cut it in half. She boxed it for me separately, and the second half is going to our friend Brittany, whose birthday is today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Brittany. Happy birthday. <laughs> Yay. So she's got a box of stuff that um, Maria and I put together that we're going to be delivering. That's so. really sweet. Yeah. Hopefully it makes it pretty special for her. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up with my local treasure. Um, it's been rainy and drizzly which is just like making me want ramen so uh they're not open right now i don't think but my my local treasure is hokai ramen and sushi up on meridian 
they I their ramen reminds me of the ramen that I had when I went to Tokyo a couple years ago. It's so delicious. Especially they're just like signature Hokai ramen. It's got like fried shrimp and corn in it and it is amazing. And so I, I hope they open back up soon so I can get delivery from them. Um because I really just want to eat a giant bowl of ramen on drizzly days like this. Sounds so good. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us, Erica. We had a blast talking to you. And um, yeah, this was a great interview. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. That was really fun. All right. Uh, With that, we're going to give it a stay healthy, Bellingham. Woo! A little more subdued, Maria and Erica. (laughs) Please stay healthy. Yeah. Stay healthy is good. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. Uh, we want to give a thanks to Jeff Bigley for letting us use his music. A big thank you to Annika for doing the editing for this episode. Special thanks to our special guest, and thank you to all of our listeners. We love you so much. Spread the word. That's amazing. (laughs) See ya.